Graduation is a sweet occasion, but finding the perfect gift can be a bitter struggle. MMS.com has a solution. Personalized M&Ms. Just imagine the look on your grad's face when they receive a custom candy creation featuring their school's colors, name, and even their photo printed right on some M&Ms. It's a thoughtful way to celebrate their accomplishments and make the occasion even more special. Visit MMS.com to create your own personalized gifts and party favors for graduations, weddings, birthdays, and more. That's MMS.com. Use code WONDERY to receive 15% off your next order. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash Wondery and use code Wondery for 20% off your first purchase. Uh, welcome to you, the Nerdist Podcast number 320. Short announcements this week. Talking Dead is back. For an hour, which means Walking Dead is back, too, because otherwise, what would we be talking about? Uh, Walking Dead is on every Sunday now for the next two months, and it's at uh, 9, 8 central. And then Talking Dead is moved to right after the first airing of Walking Dead, and we are now an hour long. So if you missed the show this past week with Kevin Smith and Steve Young, uh worry not, because now you can see bonus footage over at youtube.com slash Nerdist. Yes, the Nerdist channel has gotten uh, the bonus segment uh, on the of the Talking Dead on, on the Nerdist channel. I'm just going to keep using the same words over and over again. How'd that bad? So uh, go to youtube.com slash Nerdist, click subscribe, just so you know, so you're in the loop next week on Talking Dead. Robert Kirkman, creator of The Walking Dead, uh, and Joe Manganiello from True Blood, who, uh, who I like. He's, uh, he's pretty manly. He's... Uh, He's, I, I'd say it'd have to, I'd be like three of me would equal one Joe Manganello, and I feel like that's a very conservative estimate on my part. It actually, no, I think that's a liberal estimate. No, it could be conservative. I don't, I don't know, I'm sorry, I'm looking at cosplay things. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Are you oh. talking about Joe Manganiello? Yeah, I was just doing the intro for the podcast. Oh, sorry. And, uh, oh, that's okay. He's pretty hot. Did you think I was just talking to myself out loud? <laughs> you do that sometimes. I sure love talking about my own show out loud to myself. I'm Chris Hardwick, and I host The Talking Dead. <laughs> also, we have bonus footage of the Nerdist channel. <laughs> <laughs> that was super sneaky. <laughs> Why? You just snuck that right in there. What did I... Oh, you mean I as I was plugging yeah. while making fun of myself? Yep. I didn't mean to do that. <laughs> it's just inherent now. Go back to your cosplay. Okay. This episode, what cosplay stuff are you looking at, by the way? I'm looking at Gage from Borderlands. Oh, are you going to gauge it up? Maybe. Very interesting. Very interesting, Chloe Dykstra, host of Just Cause on the Nerdist <laughs> channel. Another plug! Wow, it's totally crazy! I don't know how you do that. It's yeah. so fluid. I don't know. I guess I'm eating cornflakes. A plug for cornflakes! What? Which cornflakes, though? There are different brands. I don't know. You have to be plugging a certain brand. Yeah. <laughs> plug that brand. I guess I'll plug the... There's got to be one that comes in a bag that's like... Joe Manganello's. Wait, jo- Joe Manganello's. <laughs> Joe Manganello's. Joe Manganello's. If you say his name that way, then it means like 
eat, eat in Italian. Oh yeah, manganello. Otherwise, it's it's manganello because his family, which it. which means which means a little Japanese soap opera book. <laughs> I did not know that, Christopher. Yeah. And now you've Joe lost manganello. at least fifty percent of your listeners. I lost seventy five percent of them two <laughs> minutes ago. But I'll tell you something. What's very exciting about uh, what's you have to have his girlfriend on the intro? We can't just do the intros. <laughs> This free podcast, the, but there's the troll voice. Let me suck this snot up that's dripping out of my nose always. Yep. Um, I'm very excited because this episode was Jason Schwartzman, who I'd met once before when we did the Craig Ferguson show together, and he's he was really nice, but I had no fucking idea how cool he would actually be to hang out with. Sometimes you get people on the show that are really great guests, and sometimes you get people on the show where you go this guy's one of us. Like, he could just come hang out with us. And Jason Schwartzman is that guy. So, uh, this was super fun. And, uh, I, I hope you, I hope, if you didn't, if you didn't know that much about Jason Schwartzman before, you're gonna want to fucking hang out with this guy now, from now on. So maybe it's a curse. Maybe this poor guy, maybe we've cursed him with hundreds of thousands of new friends <laughs> who will always be, uh, wanting to hang out with him. So it's Nerds Podcast number 320. With Jason Schwartzman, which technically is a plug for Jason Schwartzman. I guess that's true. No, you have to do you have to do it uh, like Norman Osborn. Impressive. <laughs> when he and Spider Man first start throwing punches. Oh uh, yeah, totally. Yep. Ready? Did your dad do the effects for that? Yeah, he did. God damn it! <laughs> Impressive. <laughs> You. <laughs> now entering Nerdist.com Spirit animal. Yeah. And uh, we saw, we looked at the X, uh, you can do, you know, uh, I'm not sure if it's an X, what it is of a pregnant dog, but we saw many, many little spines inside of the mother dog. We were like, wow, there could be a lot of dogs. We don't, it's beyond, we can't fully tell, but there might be more than three, which is very unusual. 101! Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Been, I, I, just start, I just started recording, so we're just, oh, okay. we, I, I, I actually do want to talk. Yeah. You brought your, you brought your pup. I did. Who was adorable. Frenchie. Arrow. Arrow. So you said. Arrow, Joel Schwartz. So your mother, your mother has the parents of your dog. My it. mother, I'm gonna get up on this. And the, and my and mother, uh, you'll get up on that with Justin Carp. This microphone here. My mother has um, his his parents. Yeah. Zaza and Boris Aww. Schwartzman. <laughs> and uh, and, uh, and, um, and uh, Zaza accidentally got pregnant. Dogs do not oh, like to pull Boris, out. You nope, dumb. they can't. They can't. They I don't will, think they physically can. They actually. will not pull out. I try to use that excuse too. Yeah. Oh, I can't. Yeah. I'm sorry. I, sorry. Oh. I got a dog in me. I really like to. Yeah, I'm stuck. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, gonna have to let's see this through. But um, anyway, there was a pregnancy, uh, and uh, you know, French bulldogs uh, will have two to three in a litter, mm-hmm. babies, um, and uh, we took Zaza to the doctor. Uh, when it was time for her to have her children, because French bulldogs have to also be delivered 
cesarean section. I oh, believe. what? And that by the just way, sounds any... like an error in breeding. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> well, yeah. There was actually was a. Well, we'll get to that in a second. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, it's. Um, and by the way, anything I say, I think it's true, but it could also be false. So I'm not claiming. I don't speak for the truth. Sure. I'm not a spokesman for the sure. truth. Sure. Um, but um, she, uh, the doctor came out and said, "Well, we've got good news and bad news." And by the way, side note, I was not planning on having a dog. I was um, young and didn't feel the response that I could handle the responsibility. And uh, doctor, the doctor came out, and doctor came out, <laughs> and doctor told us. Doctor, and, doctor. And, and doctor came out and said, um, uh, "We've got good news and bad news. The good news is there are six healthy French bulldog puppies which you have never seen before. Wow. The bad news is there's a seventh one." Who is not breathing? He's stillbirth, but we're, we think we actually might be able to save him somehow, um, and we're working on that. And I just said, if you can save him, I will take him. And uh, then they brought out this young man. Oh. Arrow, they saved third. him. Miracle him dog. And, uh, zombie and, dog. Yeah, he is a zombie dog. Yeah. <laughs> and um, and I live with him. He lives with me. We've been roommates for a while, and um, <laughs> he is adorable. It's crazy when you think you don't, you're not going to be able to handle the responsibility of a dog, yeah, and then yeah. it's just you just make it work somehow, and I then know. you go, oh, the little irritations that come with like, I got to get home and let it out, or yeah, I got to yeah, like, yeah, you yeah. know, uh, get you up early. Yeah, 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 and uh, and it's just like you think it's going to be a lot bigger of a deal, but like the joys you get like supersede all the little irritations yeah. that come well, along with formed, it, like cleaning we, up pee. We just like formed, babies. we formed a bond with dogs thousands of years ago. Which helped, I think, helped us gain evolutionary superiority because we had a, a hunting over pack. Over the dog? Ah. Well, over the dog, but <laughs> also course. over, over species, <laughs> over other... Not perhaps, dolphins. Not say, dolphins. You can't cage that spirit. Over other hominid species <laughs> that maybe we're vying for the position that we took, for the number mm. one seed Yeah, <laughs> that, we, that mm. dogs helped but us did, get there. Did you see the, the... There was a documentary. Was there something about like the evolution of... Yeah, Dogtown and Z-Boys. Balance. It's all about yeah. balance. French bulldogs yeah. are surprisingly yeah. good uh, yeah. skaters. You the thing is, no dogs be. were doing that at the time. <laughs> exactly, man. And there was that There's one so day. Empty pools. Yeah. that one day where that dog just came over the lip. All these empty dog bowls. I'm just cutting to the scene in my head of the movie where someone just takes a French bulldog at the top of a half pipe and just and just drops him down and he just slides all the way down to the middle. On his knees. On, the, yeah. on his knee pads. <laughs> that's pretty much it. But yeah, I'm sure if you go down to Venice Beach, you will see a dog on a skateboard. I'm sure that's the yeah. thing that you'll end up Oh, absolutely. I, yeah. and, and they typically, I feel like, I've never seen it in person, but I feel like I have seen videos of dogs on skateboards. And they're yeah. usually bulldogs. Yeah, it's bulldogs. Yeah. And they're big bulldogs. They can, yeah, because they're like, they are blocks. Yes, Guys, why are we not making skate dogs right now? I'm <laughs> I mean, sure that's going to pu- be next. Puppy Bowl, 10 Wait, million actually, viewers. No, it's gonna are be, you talking about be... skate dogs? The show? What no. are you talking about? Is there a or show? Just, no, I don't know. Like, I think I, I think we should make skate dogs. Guys, guys, let's Animal call Planets. the people that make Air Bud series. Skate buddies. Skate buddies. Do we have to use golden retrievers, or can we use? I'd rather not, but it seems like the way they want to go. You know what? But we can use like, but we can use different breeds as te- like teasers. Like next week, oh, oh yeah. the boys welcome a Shih Tzu. Now that that sounds like Will they accept it? that sounds like Will something they? that sounds like something that an ancillary character in a Wes Anderson movie would do. Like, oh, he left the family to go start a, a, a camp for skating dogs. Yeah. 
Possibly, yeah. <laughs> anyway, if you want him to, if you want to tell him, he can use that. <laughs> if you want to tell him, yeah. tell him Chris Hardwick came up no. with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, if he wants to. If you're watching, freebie. if you're watching a mo- one of those mo- of his movies in the future, and you happen to see Skateboarding Dogs, <laughs> then you know. I want to release right now. <laughs> I sign release that you will not press uh, any. I would also like uh, in the release, Matt and Jonah had nothing to do with it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> seems like a weird thing to put so in, but just, we just it. Priest, please. Yeah. No last names either. No, yeah, Matt and yeah. Jonah. Just do it. No, his last name is Anjona. Oh, <laughs> this is yeah. a Matt Anjona. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, there is a. Uh, ah, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to go in a new direction. Let me think of a really serious. Of hey, yeah, by the it. way, uh, I, uh, I, parking downstairs, I yeah. saw the, the the most amazing man, uh, Nick Offerman. Nick Offerman. Yeah. Yeah, I saw him oh, is he yeah. here? Yeah. He's here. He's, He's gorgeous, here. isn't he? He really is. Yeah. He's the greatest. It's and. Um, I worked for one day on Parks and Recreations, and it's a it's the greatest place, great right. job, incredible. But uh, I met him, and that's how I, so I said hi to him downstairs. I told him I was coming here, and he said, "I said, have you done it?" He said, "No, I'm dying to do that Ooh. show." He said that he said that's quote unquote that's my bag. What? Yeah. Oh shit! He is. He a, would say that. He is a master woodworker, Nick Offerman. Yeah, him and his yeah. brother Matt do a lot of woodwork. They have a shop. He is Matt I, and Jonah Offerman. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Nick Offerman's just like, like when you think of like a man. Yeah. Like yeah. he's just a man, he, like yeah, statuesque, cool mustache. Yeah. He like ever, ever like a. I always like I'll grow a mustache and I'll keep yeah. for a bit because I'm like it's like oh yeah. but it, I want it to look like it's his. not gonna look it's like not. Nick Offerman. I've seen, I got the little split and it just becomes. I have kind seen of, you know, religious illustrations of Adam and they look nothing like Nick Offerman, but they should. They should That's look like Nick Offerman. He really is just uh, he's just uh, captivating. Like when like he is. just talking to him, just the way he looks at you and uh, and working on that show too. Just. Um, he was so fun. I mean, he's just, he's, he's he really is amazing. Now, now, what do you think that is? Because I, I'm always curious know. to know that, you know, like so, some people just have this sort of. M- Sorry, guys, about Eric. No, no, <laughs> let him that? roam around. Okay, good. Let him snort and roam free. Oh, he's not roaming. Oh, God. <laughs> let him prance <laughs> around. <laughs> the fucking legs I didn't back. bring him a chew toy, so he's like, oh, I guess I'll just eat my hand. That's oh, it. Like, we, I'm sure we could give him a book to chew on. There's tons of stuff you around. Have a Kindle? Yeah, or a book? <laughs> is, that the, is that the Los Angeles book? Yeah, it's one of those. It's one of the neighborhoods. Location location filming in Los Angeles. Oh, yeah. That whole series is really cool to yeah, look to. Yeah, yeah. There's a movie called um, Los Angeles Plays Itself. Have you ever seen this? No. Oh, I, that sounds like something I want um, to see. It's a documentary, and I, again, I'm not a spokesman for the truth <laughs> or for facts. <laughs> but, but he is for truthers, because he doesn't I, believe. I am for, tru- for truthers. <laughs> and factoids. Just yeah. fun facts. Yeah. 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 Or just, like, uh, things that, like, you know, the Magritte, uh, this is not a pipe. Yeah. yeah. That's sort of like everything I say is this is not the truth, <laughs> but it is but it is something Yeah. Um, that... Maybe we'll make you Google something, and then you'll find the real truth. I'd prefer to bang it, but keep but, going. Uh, bang it, whatever you want. Bang it, whatever. Is, whatever comes up on it. your. Yeah, yeah. But uh, there's yeah, the Los Angeles plays itself is a. I think it's four hours, and it's just clips of um, the history of Los Angeles in movies. Oh, that's great! That's awesome. I love those kinds of things. Um, but it's um, apparently it's it's unreleasable. You can't buy it, so they screen it. It's sc- like they show it at like oh, uh, wow. oh because they, the licensing oh, a million different I think, clips. I think that's the case. Yeah, yeah. 
But um, it's really it's amazing. That sounds it's awesome. It's amazing. Not a date movie. No. 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 Well, maybe. Unless she's into that. Yeah. Hey, unless she's into it. Birth of a Nation, date movie. It? Or you just I'm need gonna, a place yeah. to go to get out of your parents' house so you can finger your girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I'm, re- I'm, re- I'm looking at this location filming, which is, it, it's a fa- it's a, it's just been sitting here the whole time, but it's just full of like, it's probably uh, somebody author gave Winwin Avenue, 1958, the St. Mark's Hotel Annex on Winwin Avenue convincingly doubled as the Seedy Ritz Hotel in Touch of Evil. Charlton Heston played a fearless Mexican narcotics Los officer. Los Angeles oh, wow. plays itself, directed by Tom Anderson. Los Angeles plays itself, part one of 12 on YouTube. Go ahead and watch that. Oh, cool. Oh, it's on the YouTube. Oh, there it is. Great. There you go. Stream it. I, uh, but what were we saying right before that? We were talking about dogs. We were talking about uh, truth. Something about a book. You Nick were saying oh, Nick Offerman. Yes, Nick. Oh, and I was you said, what is it about? Because you, you, you've met, you've met many of the most famous people in the world, and some people just have this weird thing where it's like. You can't. You just can't take your eyes off them. Is it a physical thing? Is that an emotional thing? You Is it an it's it's head size. You've met them too. You've met some pretty amazing people. What do you think? I, I don't know. There's so, so that weird to... feeling you get. Like if you even if you don't see him come in the room, there's like something yeah. that makes you kind of just like look over and go, "Oh fuck!" Right. You know. Have you ever? But have any of those people? Have any incredible people that you've met come in that don't have that, or do they all have it? Mm. I don't. I some people. Tom Hanks was a little like you're a letdown. I'm kidding. I'm totally kidding. <laughs> yeah. I'm totally kidding. Yeah. Yeah. Get over yourself, Hanks. Yeah. We get it. Yeah. America loves you. Yeah. It's funny. Like uh, He's awesome. Yeah, it was awesome. Tom Hanks was a lot like Mel Brooks too, where it's like uh, we heard them come in before we saw them. Yeah. So and like, then we all just hear them like. And then we like, all ah, we ah. all. But then yeah, we yeah, all yeah, freeze yeah. like woodland creatures. Yeah, like, yeah. What do we do? Yeah, steal as we as as if we don't hey. move. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I think Clooney might be one of those guys. Do you think George Clooney's one of those guys? I think he is probably one of those guys. I mean, I think that like uh, I think Bill Murray is the ultimate of those guys. Let's Maybe. talk about that for a second. And I also, but I think I'd put I put Nick Offerman. I don't know what it could be, other than um, I was listening to this like guy talking about uh, this thing called practical wisdom. It was on a TED Talks. Oh. And um, it was part of a bigger thing, but he started talking about this thing. With the male version of Practical Magic with Bette Midler and Sarah yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> yeah. exactly what it was. Nicole Kidman. That's like that Nick Offerman. That's the George Clooney. Like, sexist <laughs> joke I've ever heard. <laughs> well, it's wizard, so it's wizards, obviously. Yeah, I don't yeah, understand yeah. why you didn't get that. Yeah. I actually like that idea. <laughs> yeah, I do too. I love that so idea. So Practical Wisdom. Practical Wisdom. And then I, but I turned off the car. I, I, I arrived where I was, so I only heard the first five seconds. <laughs> practical wisdom. Practical I gotta go. Um, <laughs> but practical wisdom, basically, well, the idea was just that it's like an innate ability to um, know what to do in every situation. The right thing to do, uh, the thing to do in every situation. When to apply, like, say that nothing is a constant. Uh, that, like, I should always tell the truth. That practical wisdom would be, ah, there are certain situations when you're supposed to withhold information sure that was an innate thing that they were talking about Hmm. and uh i would say and i was as i was listening to it i was saying aha bill like nick offerman i bet you has practical wisdom right i feel like he knows what to do in every situation i don't know what that is whether that that also just might be he had a life that led him to great great experiences like maybe he knows what to do because he's had to do all those things yeah. at some point, and then you just amass like a library yeah. of but with Nick Offerman, I feel it extends to like Survivor Man territory. You could a, drop him into Antarctica. But I have, with I, a have two, I have two theories. I have two theories on that. Number one, it could either be that those guys 
just are very singularly focused and they just don't. Because I, I, I think a lot of the thing that clouds a practical wisdom mentality is the second guessing, yeah. that yeah. your brain getting in the way rather yeah. than just kind of going with your first instinct. And yeah. the, I think the other thing could be a comfort level of, well, I don't know what the right answer is, but I'm going to do this. And no matter what happens, I will be I'll probably be able to deal with it. It has to be also because they I mean, everyone makes mistakes. I mean, so it has to be that, too. But do you think that it? Yeah. <laughs> but do you think that? But 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 also like I feel like, I mean, don't you think that? Uh, do you think any of it has to do with like physical um, prowess as like well? The, well, yeah, that's funny because Bill Murray also a tall guy. Yeah, right? like and, I wonder and Nick like is a big guy. Maybe yeah. like the fact that like you know whatever goes down, I could probably handle myself. Yeah. You know, I and mean, that like, that's a confidence about it. I mean, I feel like women. Here we go. Love those guys. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're real sad. You're like way. six five, six four. Yeah, six five. Maybe on my self esteem depends. Really depends. <laughs> um, yeah, but I don't. I don't know. That's that's weird because like I talk to other tall guys and they stand tall and they're like, mm -hmm. they, like you know they like people. You're hunching now. Yeah, I know. Throughout my entire life, like mm -hmm. every time someone like hasn't seen me a little bit, they go like, it's like man, I forgot how tall you were. I was mm -hmm. like, yeah, because you remember me as a meek person. It's like ah. people remember me smaller than I am, mm -hmm. right? Which is odd. Tiny How about Jonas. this? You had Paul Williams. We did. Yeah, what was that uh, like? Because uh, he he's not the tallest. No, man no, he's got to be under four. He's got to be like five feet tall, maybe yeah, a little, little, little less. But five, that's even, a that's a, a very man powerful. Who's lived a life. Yeah, yeah, that's a very powerful man. And yeah, you felt there was a presence. Peter Dinklage could... is a guy. Yeah, that yeah. is Another an enormous. Like, yeah, I saw him at a bar once. I was just like, oh fuck! Like you look at me, I was like, oh, he could probably kick my ass. I don't know why, yeah. but like he just has like this thing. Where yeah. like, I really think it's a. I think it's a. I think it's a comfort level with yourself and a certainty about everything's going to be okay. I think. I think yeah. we have this evolutionary thing to gravitate toward people who f seem like they have the answer because we yeah. naturally to survive want to be led to answers. Everyone's looking for dad. Yeah. yeah. Everyone's and, looking for dad. And that dad is Nick Offerman. But And that dad is Nick Offerman or your dog, and that's why you say that's my dog. Yeah. <laughs> and that's how the evolution of a dog to humans. Yeah, that's, that's right. You're my dog. I think we were yo. ultimately the same no. species. I said yo. Yeah. Oh, you said yo. Yeah. No. <laughs> Just, uh, no. Well, no, you, you, don't. How, how old were you on Rushmore? Like 17? Yeah, 17. So well, how, was, well, how was Bill Murray then? Was he nice? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I feel like I couldn't have gotten through the experience without him. But yeah, like, he... Um, I mean, I'm sure... What could you say about him? He's... You know, well, when we you're yeah. the same do you way. grasp? Do you grasp it? Oh shit, that's Bill Murray. Yeah, yeah. You really, I, re I grasped it so hard. Wait a minute. Two, two hands, <laughs> and I wrap my body around <laughs> it, and then I grasped it with every. I mean, well, you have to understand that uh, I, um, you know, of course I loved movies, and but I, I never thought I was going to be an actor, especially at the beginning of that. I think of it almost as my uh, my school year because I was a senior in high yeah. school. So yeah, I sorry. I keep looking. I keep. I keep just waiting for Nick Offerman to walk back. <laughs> I, I don't know why. So I'm just like always like nervous. And then we I'm all like, know. And then I'm like, yeah, what's yeah. gonna happen? Is he gonna go like this? 
Is he no. going to look in? He'll go, like, gonna go like this. He's going to move, and we're just going to leave and follow no. him. No, the yeah, we're going to walk happen. through the glass. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, he'll just look, and the glass will fall away. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and so then the rest reform, of the world. And then all reform reform after he walks and through. And then he won't be there anymore. <laughs> yes. He'll be a part of all of us. What if yeah. we all just realize that there is actually no Nick Offerman in this reality, that he is just this, like, wow. this Uberman that we have yeah. uh, we, we've created? We've outlined him. him. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, we've made him out of our own. We've been manifest. Himself. Yeah. We've met he's the opposite of all of us. We have yeah. manifested yeah. the strongest, most confident qualities. It's like Pennywise the Clown and Ant, where it's like we wake up, it's like I had a crazy dream. It was a big man with a mustache. Yeah. Like, me too. I had the same dream. Yeah. yeah. There was a fee- there was a zeitgeist feeling of a need for someone. And that person all got that person got cast in a show. We created him. <laughs> and then people watched him every and the, 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 the trailer is just a voiceover with a lot of like dissolves and you just hear like so, like a, some Morgan Freeman voiceover like fear, despair, <laughs> anger. He is the opposite of all of those things. Yeah. And then it's just <laughs> the outline. Yeah. We've made Nick Offerman. TheMovie.com. And then like the, just the muscles go Phew! on the fucking screen. It shatters. Did he say one line or no? It looks like he's about to say a line, and then he just doesn't. Yeah, that's good. And then he cr- cracks a smile. No, he's, he, he, <laughs> he, he says, practical wisdom, and it just turns <laughs> <out>. <laughs> he, he's, he's whittling like a perfect thing, and then he just whistles as he walks away whittling. Yeah. Some sort of a woodworky thing. <laughs> oh, that's good. He's oh, and then he says him. something like, uh, like almost like, yeah, like Cape Fearish. Like he's yeah. walking away, it's like, ha, ha, I'll see you soon. But then <laughs> you hear, like in the woods, kind of But then echoes. you hear his hard shoe on the floor. Well, he wait, have a hard now shoe. is he evil? Have we made him evil? No, he's, he's great. Good. He's great. He's great. Okay. It's he's a fine good. line between a hero and a villain. Okay. It's true. It's like he's like Willy Wonka. He's yeah. like everything. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. He's a, you know, he's a, he runs the chocolate factory. Mm. He... But back to Nick Offerman. I think that. <laughs> yes. There's a, no, there's, I, I like to think maybe there's some sort of a dark crystal thing that happens. So there's a oh. negative race of Nick Offerman's. Yeah, and it's no. you have to reunite them into this. This it's Andy Dick, Nick Onerman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, our Skeksy is Andy Dick. <laughs> That's fucking amazing. That's really funny. All right, good. Well, Thanks, guys, guys, we got a movie. Bill Murray, sorry. Are we throw in the skateboarding oh, yeah. dogs. We're done. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's whittling a skateboard yeah. for the dog. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Smash Mouth doing good vibrations. We're out. That's, oh, oh, fuck oh, you. Oh, why would you <laughs> do <laughs> that? Good kid does bragging good. Did they First class vibration. Seems like they would have. Huh. I don't think they have. They shouldn't. I feel like you dream they Smash Mouth covers. That's all I ever think about. Every time I hear a new song. Like every time I hear fucking like a Mumford and Sung song, I just want to hear the guy from Smash Mouth doing it. Yeah. That guy is very rich with that voice. Yeah, good for him. The guy from Smash Mouth. Do you think off those two hit songs, he's rich for life? Yeah, I oh, think those so. Those got yeah, used got on in sporting events, commercials, sure. movie trailers. Shrek's. It got used on a couple Shreks. Yep, yep. There, yeah. There's a was lot of them. Somebody wants yeah. to tell me. me. <laughs> Which initially was a Nick Drake song. Hey, now you're a rock yeah. star. <laughs> Get your game on. Yeah. Uh, go play. Go play. <laughs> and then it was, so it was really just a cover. So, so Bill, Bill yes, Murray. Yes, Bill Murray, sorry, yes. <laughs> no, that's okay. Um, no, you know, I think all this is really interesting stuff to talk about because it is something that I think everyone thinks about. is like, why is someone... Well, what, what is it about someone that's so captivating and why do people look at them in a room and uh, what is manliness? What mm. is, um, like... Like well, yeah, what is it just about someone that pe- that people just look at and love and yeah. are fascinated by, and you know, and Bill Murray, growing up, 
uh, you know, he was in all of the great greatest movies, and um, so funny in them. And again, like that weird guy. He's a good guy, but also tough on people. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he wasn't. Just, he was and um, chaotic good. We would call that chaotic good. Yeah. And you know, and then so I was starting my senior year in high school, and was applying for colleges and I w- used to be in a band we were starting to make our record and um Phantom Planet Phantom Planet yeah. yes I've never heard it inflected that way <laughs> Phantom Planet Phantom Planet yeah Phantom Planet well it's like if you're like, like, what's, 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 what's what kind of planet is that oh that's a Phantom well I got I just I'm, I, and then we're but, gonna get back to Bill Murray in a second but I do but I do have to say <laughs> Nick <that> Offerman <laughs> Nick I mean it just when he looks at you it just yeah. feels like you're harnessing the sun it's two yeah. Phantom Planets Mine staring well. at I mean you could do it the sun I think if I think if Phantom Planet had had a Nick Offerman yes you'd still be Nick Offerman is a walking Beyonce halftime show can I just say I feel like for I mean I didn't know what to picture when I was like, because I listened to this podcast, but I don't know what the studio looks like. I had no idea that's in the main lobby. <laughs> oh, yeah. And yeah. people are walking by, and it's fun. I feel like there's someone just standing behind one of these walls every five seconds going to someone like who looks really good. Okay, go walk. <laughs> and now oh, you come back. Like, when it's like sending day. people, I feel it's, like people are sending yeah. people back and we, forth. We had, when, we had, when, we had, when we had Steve, Steve Jones was on the podcast, and he sat in that chair, and girls would walk oh, by, and he would stop, stop whatever he was saying and just go, yeah, like yeah. he he, oh he, he was yeah. hitting on girls through the yeah. yeah. Did they respond? Yes. Yes. Every yeah, time. they really did. Another, he's another, got it too. Exactly. He's got it he's too. Got it in a too. different way. But I do want to tell you that um, I, I I feel like a fucking idiot. I have been so hooked on Coconut Records the last. Oh, <laughs> the, the, oh yeah, that's the, a, those are good records, man. You. And I had and Thanks. I don't know why, Jason. I didn't know it was you. And and oh. the, and and West Coast. I'm going to admit. Is a mushy song that I sent my girlfriend because I travel a lot, yep. oh, and I sent her West yeah. Coast, and she fucking we like I wake up singing that song. I know the chords. I know it's B minor, yeah. E minor, uh, yeah. G. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so I I learned it on guitar. I played it on guitar, and yeah. I and I had no idea. And today I played it, and then I looked. I honestly looked it up independently of you, and it was like. Wow. Coconut Records is Jason Schwartz. I'm like, yeah. what the? He's coming on the... Yeah. Just this so crazy it's it's a good song. Thank you very much. That really, it means it's a, a lot. It's a gorgeous song. It's funny, because that was like, when that um, came out, I went like, like uh, me and my girlfriend at the time were really into it, and then I went on tour for like a month. Mm-hmm. Like we had just moved in, and the day oh. we were moving in, I had to leave for a month, and it was oh, like real brutal. What were you doing? What tour? I was just doing a stand-up tour, yeah. kind of like an independently one I set up yeah. in just like bars yeah. up and down the East Coast, uh, thinking I could try and relive some of my old, like yeah. m- playing in band days. Yeah. Bad, it was a bad move. Uh, but like, um, yeah, you know, it's, yeah, it's yeah. your song. It's you. <laughs> and, but so like, nice. I, would, I would be calling her and like, you know, like, like she'd be bombed and mad at me. And that's how it uh, happens. Like, you know, when you're doing that stuff. And, yeah. But I'd be like, I miss you. I'm coming uh, back. And then like uh, her, it was a call and response because like, I come back home to the West Coast. And she would go, ooh, ooh. <laughs> oh, oh, my gosh. That's fun. And Davey is you. a fucking great, great Thank sounding you. record. So anyway, Thank so you. just please let us slobber all over you for a second. But I had no yeah. idea that was you. And it's such a, it's just such a sweet Sincere, lovely song. Oh. Yeah, which Both you, yeah. I mean, Did I'm, you I'm sure people. Did you write it about Nick Offerman? Yeah. <laughs> 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 when I heard that first uh, Coconut Records, though, like uh, it was one of those things. I was like, oh, this is uh, Jason Schwartzman's man. I was like, oh, I'm gonna check it out. And then, because um, like in like interviews, like I've read with you, like you mentioned music, I'm always like, it's yeah. like, oh, he's like, he likes good stuff. He probably, yeah. you know. And you were just, you were the drummer in Phantom Planet, yes, right? Yes. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, I wasn't sure if it was gonna sound like the first Foo Fighters record. 
Uh, the first Foo Fighters record is I really it's like great. That. Uh, me yeah. too. It's the one I go back to most. Yeah. There must um, be there must metronome. Yeah. <laughs> there I must be song. you must. My, my guess is that you have really nice parents because you're incredibly nice, and your brother, whom I've met a few times with, with Rooney, yeah, is lovely. He's great. Like you guys are nice. Well, you you could be dicks. Like you sort of come from a <laughs> Hollywood know. family. You've been working since you were kids. Yeah. French bulldogs around. Yeah. And you're crossroads. And you're reading French bulldogs. Yeah. <laughs> Willy nilly. The Schwarzman had another pack of French bulldogs. Yeah. <laughs> Won't they ever stop? Won't they ever stop? I heard this pack's more, even more incredible. <laughs> <laughs> there was an eighth one who wasn't supposed oh. to live. Guess what? They named this one. I don't know. Yeah. They've moved on the to a D The oldest one from the last pack helped give birth to the new ones. <laughs> <laughs> they named him Nick Offerpup. No. Their French oh, bulldogs can give birth naturally. There's going to be a kid that listens to this that's going to name their dog oh, Nick Offerpup. <laughs> I love good names for dogs. When I heard uh, these friends of mine, their dog's name was Cola. C-O-L-A. Oh, oh, good name good for name. a dog. Oh, Simple. What's yeah. your dog's name? My, da- my dog's name is Ruby. Uh, it, it's uh, she's a uh, she's fat. Yeah, uh, and we she's so we corgi? yeah, and so we named her after uh, the show Ruby. Oh, the uh, reality the, show about the fat lady. Nice. I haven't seen yeah. that show. It's ah. just a reality show about this like uh, eight larger. Years ago? It was on eight years. Ago? No, no, no. It was uh, we got her. We adopted her uh, oh, late, oh, late into the game. Eight, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we adopted we adopted the old one. That like, that asshole right there with his hair slicked back. <laughs> this is a, this is a this is a this is like a two way mirror, guy, right? They can't see us. Right. Also, I like to for the listeners. They think it's a wall. I like for the listeners like they didn't know someone was walking by, and I'm like talking about my dog, and you're like, look at this asshole with his hair slicked back. I'm standing right in front of you, Johnny. You would never slick your hair back. By the way, I've done it as a bit. I'm sure there must be a lot of a lot of pups. Bill Murray. Someone has named their pup Bill Murray. My friend's band was called Bill Murray for a little oh, bit. Oh, really? Yeah, just called themselves Bill Murray. We got a, I have, um, I was, who was, I met this person on the, on the street. They were just walking by, and they had a Bill Murray t-shirt. It was so cool. And I said, oh, I love that work. And they said this artist made him and whatever, and I found him, and I got, um, Look, that reminds me of your Tom Hanks interview, the NASA logo. <laughs> <laughs> um, that was the... Uh, the meatball. The meatball, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, not the worm. Um, <laughs> the worm! But, um... Ah, <laughs> uh, what we... Bill Murray Bill shirt. Murray oh, Bill shirt. I got this poster of Bill Murray, and I it's on my wall. Um, and uh, my, my little two-year-old daughter walks by and goes, Bill Murray... Oh, oh my God! So Bill, Look, Dad, Bill Murray. <laughs> now, was there a story, or did uh, I feel like um, Harold Ramis did an interview a while back, and I don't know if this was a hypothetical or if this actually happened of just Bill Murray kind of just wandering into the, just wandering into a village somewhere, and they just accepted him, and he stayed with them for a couple of days. Like wow. he's just this kind of guy that. No matter where he goes, people are like, oh, yes, you. You need to come in. Yeah. He just walked in, in off a bad a... golf shot. In- <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah he a website or something of his, like... Because uh... he just appears. At yeah, well, just like a South by Southwest a, a few years ago. Like, uh, right. he showed up to a bar and then just start, went behind the bar and just started serving drinks. And it was like a story, but then... Mm. Pictures started to come out of him just like fucking. Anytime anyone ordered anything, he would just pour him whiskey. He's sort of a living out Groundhog Day in a weird sort of. It was just like the yeah. world is this weird playpen that he can just go through. It's and like it's like Groundhog Day and Forrest Gump or something. Yeah, or Selig or something yeah. like. A, well, there was there is a website I think like he showed up and played kickball with yeah, a bunch of people. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But no, he is like a. 
almost like a positive wrecking ball. Like he just kind of swings in. Like um, yeah. I remember we were doing Bored to Death and we were shooting it in a very, um, like I f- we were in Williamsburg, but not in the main area of it. And some someone who was working on the show came over and said, um, Bill Murray's here and he wanted to say hi to you. And I said, excuse me? <laughs> and uh, I look up and there's a very um, nondescript black car idling. Um, and a hand just comes out of the window and waves. <laughs> and then like, kind of points the finger down to the car like this. And I walked over and there was Bill with his two kids. And they were in Chicago Cubs jackets. And... Um, they were going to visit his uh, eldest son who worked uh, at a restaurant nearby there. But he asked what we were doing, got out of the car, uh, came around, and basically made everybody feel incredible for like 30 minutes wow. and then left. And, um, it w- and people were, it was like a, that's, that's yeah, fantastic. it was like a look, it was the look, you know, it was like, <laughs> holy shit. I mean, all I can tell you is uh, I've worked with him now like multiple times, and it, it doesn't matter. It's the way you pro- pro- feel about Bill Murray. I assume that you feel about yeah. him is the way that I feel about him. Still, so it's not any like imagine. However, if you if you're asking me what's it like, then you already know the answer. <laughs> <laughs> like, however, it would feel for you is how it feels. That's for how me. I, that's how I describe you know I mean? Tom Hanks to people. I'm like, yeah. he's yeah. what you want him to be. Yeah, exactly. exactly like, what you I, want him to be. I really want. can't keep. I can't expand on it. You already have the knowledge within you. Yes, <laughs> um, I know it's been be a part of you this whole time. He is like a yeah. bizarre secular saint. He is Where in a way, yeah. Just, he's Catholic. He, he's beautiful. <laughs> he is Catholic. Um, God, he gave a great. He gave a really great interview to Lynn Hirschberg. Um, you can get it on iTunes, and he talks about his family being so large, and you know, many brothers and sisters. And in fact, he has a sister that's a nun. Oh wow! And uh, his father working and coming home from work, and all the kids trying to, you know, he's like it was very competitive. You had to you, to get his attention, you had to have. The greatest line. Oh wow! <laughs> yes. yes! Hey, look at that guy! Nick hey, Nick Offerman! Nick Offerman! <laughs> Who just wow. gave us a booty shake? Yes. What kind of shake did you get? Wasn't booty? that great? Booty. That worked out better than I thought it would. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God! Can't, we should just get him to come in for a minute. See if he'll come in for a minute. We can't. Well, what <laughs> the bruiser in the corner. You want me to go get him? Don't make it awkward, Kyle. Kyle, make it awkward. Don't make it awkward. What if he's like... Don't oh. attack him! What if he's like... Oh, oh he's, he's going to a meeting, or he's leaving. Oh, he's leaving! Oh, you can't. I have to stop Kyle! Oh, wait, you... Wait, which no, Kyle, I have to stop him! You can't let... You can't okay, well, let just, just stand the at the window and wave him off. Wave him off. <laughs> Chris is pressed up against the window. <laughs> yeah, Kyle, I just thought he, like I thought he was going to get around much Oh, shit! Kyle! Kyle! No! 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 Let him go! Why? Okay, go get him! Go what? get him! No, why either? No, way? wait! I changed my mind! <laughs> oh, Chris. This is going to be a disaster! He's never gonna do our podcast. Made it to the Vaders. You're scaring Arrow, guys. Kyle's gonna yeah. T1000 the elevator. Whoa! <laughs> 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 He's just running, like, to the car. Alright, I don't see Nick Offerman appearing around the corner. Oh, God. This, this is, is a disaster. I if, feel he, awkward. if we see him appearing, let's just leave. 
Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's not be here. Don't what be if, in the studio. We could just let Arrow be here. Yeah. Kyle's just a weird guy with a dog. Yeah. yeah. What if uh, like Kyle's walking back and he just has a bloody nose? <laughs> <laughs> Kyle, <laughs> wait. Right. I'm afraid Kyle right now is in no. P1 here's, parking here's level. Here's what happens. Yeah. Kyle comes back with perfect wood carvings of all of us. Yeah. <laughs> all right. I see Kyle shuffling back, but I do not see a Nick oh, okay. Offerman. Okay. There's a knife in his back. Kyle. He's, Kyle he's looks defeated. Got drops to his knees. He. Kyle just died. Oh my god. Oh Kyle. There's a circular circular saw in his back. All right, I, we should pretend see, that... he seems to. Oh, he, wait, he's exasperated. He put his hands on his head. The international wait, now symbol people for talking to him. Oh shit! Who's that? What's Who's that bitch? She's not Nick. This fucking idiot with his goddamn paper bag in his hands. What do you got in there, you motherfucking slick hair back motherfucker? God damn it! It'd be really funny. Who are you? How'd it go? Went great. Went great. What was it? What if he tried to pass this Asian lady off as Nick Offerman? Like, no, no. This is just because so he could have to bring someone back. Yeah. This is this this is Nick Offerman. He comes in the room. He's like, guys, he's right outside. I'll go get him. And he comes back in. He just has his finger over his upper lip. Hey, I'm Nick Offerman. Do you know why? Do you know why Nick Offerman isn't coming on? Because there is no Nick Offerman. Oh, uh, he, Kyle turned the corner and there was no one there. Yeah. There and he was just an ethereal bitch. I mean, I'm telling you. <laughs> yeah, it's sort of like a Kaiser Soze thing. I'm looking back on it. Yeah. Okay, what happened? What happened? Okay. So he sends his love. He had to go immediately into a thing, and you could see he was real bummed. He was like, "What do you mean?" And I was like, "We've been talking about you." He's like, "What have you been talking about?" And he looks at his phone. Can I go? And they're like, "We have to go to a thing." He's like, "Can I do it later?" Oh. Hey, you know. Wait. That is the best possible. Yep. Yeah. That Great is everything in one thing. No. Yeah. He knows. He knows now. Contact yeah. has been made. Direct contact has been That's made. That's true. That yeah. that he knows that you like him and that you would love if he was on the show. I mean, when I was downstairs, his face was like, "Oh, I really would love to do that." So it's weird now we haven't he had knows. Him on. Huh? You shook his hand. You touched him. Hey, did he smell good too? Did you notice that? He smells good. Kyle, your right like, arm looks younger. I imagine yeah, it's brute. It's I, healed. <laughs> I imagine. Here's what I imagine. I imagine <laughs> Nick Offerman <laughs> smells like sawdust and brute. Brute, yes! Oh, yeah. That's what he smells like. Yeah. Yep. God, he's a man. He is. Yeah. He could be the new face of brute if they wanted, <laughs> yeah, if they wanted, <laughs> they wanted to come back. Why wouldn't they? Because I don't even know. Are they I mean, still Old around? Spice has brute, are you listening? Oh, Old Spice is brute has, still around? Brute's yeah, got to be still around. around. Brute. My dad. There was something like uh, I was just. Someone said to me like this thing where like, oh that is uh, owned by the uh, Brute family. Like it was like something <laughs> I was, like, was, like, I, like the Colo- yeah. like the Colo- I'm, like I'm like it was something like that like that. And I was like, what? Hello, I that name in a while. I'm Mar- no, it's, no, yeah. it's no longer the Getty Villa. It's yeah. the Brute. Wasn't, yeah. Char- wasn't Charles Barkley the Brute? In oh, I think he was. Was he? No, or was it Old Spice? No, no. Oh, was it? Where it was uh, a, even a gentleman. Um, something yeah. about a gentleman who was like on a horse. Well, I... Isaiah Mustafa. Yeah, it's Isaiah Mustafa for Old Spice. Well, he yeah. was. No longer. But he's not anymore. Yeah. But what is what was Charles Barkley? That, that might have been Old Spice. Spice. He's a basketball player. Well, I'll tell you who was brute. Kelly LeBrock. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wasn't she wasn't she the brute well, the face of brute? She was <laughs> she was the reverse face of brute. Yeah. <laughs> she was saying you could have this if you, you could get that. Right. that. If you get that. Why did no, they she have she was dating giant. a brute, Stephen Seagal, oh, and right. she needed right. help. Yeah, yeah. She had to get out of she that. Was, it was a, she was she was crying out through the media. <laughs> yes. I'm with through the a brute. Ad campaign. Yeah. <laughs> the face of brute should have been Andre the Giant. You can help me. I am the brute squad. And so can you. But uh, anyway, all I'll tell you is this. All I can tell you about uh, Bill Murray is that um, when I was cast in Rushmore, I was freaking out. 
because I got cast in the movie. I had never auditioned for a movie before. I had never read a script before. And I read the script of Rushmore, and I was I thought, oh, my gosh. Now, I wasn't an actor. I was this drummer. And my I think also, if you are a drummer, you have a mentality, or at least I did, which is, uh, like, quite often people come to you and say, hey, excuse me, can I talk to you for a second? Yes. Is your singer yeah. available? <laughs> so that happens Usually to when you're packing up the yeah, drums, that, too. Exactly. And it's like, see you later at the party. They're all leaving yeah. with their guitar, yeah, harmonica yeah. or whatever, and you're, like, packing up drums. Yeah. There's a feeling sometimes, and it's not like a boo-hoo thing, but I think that there is just an innate sense of, uh, you know, they want... There's other people that sometimes come before the drummer. Yeah. And uh, Nerdist so, Podcast has two drummers. Right. Yeah. This is a drum circle. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so. Sorry, just I had let to do it, the, uh, let triplet. It be. the triplet is the ultimate drum circle. Like. <laughs> <laughs> That's um, now that guy is not Nick Offerman. Uh, <laughs> that guy is definitely not Nick Offerman. Look at that. Ugh. <laughs> Wrong. Why can't you be Nick Offerman? Wrong, wrong, wrong. <laughs> Kyle, um, go tell that guy we don't want him on the podcast. Everything about him gets worse, at, starting at his head all the way to his feet. <laughs> bad haircut, bad facial hair, terrible jacket, uh, bad collar, coat, above the jacket, wrong jeans, and then terrible shoes. And I got what? bad news for you. Yeah. I got bad news for you. I, when I was walking up, that guy was off in the distance, and I was like, oh, Jason's already here. Oh. <laughs> Oh, that's it awesome. From, it was from really far away. It was from really far away. He was on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> and like, I just, I, like, you know, I just saw long best. hair. I saw a little bit of a mustache. That's the best. Yeah. <laughs> that is so bad, funny. I have bad news. You know what, though? <laughs> I see it now that you say it. I see it. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Well, I do, I do hate myself. <laughs> but I just gotta say, that guy is this soundproof? Yes. Yeah. Because that guy did just go like this. Well, he probably, he probably heard our screaming and I mean, probably knows it was he, for him. He felt the energy of our eyes oh on him ridiculing. I feel so bad. Nothing worse than a bunch of people laughing at you in a silent room behind you. And, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. and you're like, what is If he looked up and we're all like, <laughs> like um, Anyways, but uh, that was, <laughs> there no, that guy, by me. Oh, favorite. Yeah. What, if he's on, what if he's on the phone like, sell everything, we have to save those kids. Like, there's yeah, something, yeah. there's yeah. some really best person. Yeah. 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 There goes the best person. Honey, I just money. bought the company. <laughs> yes, so the deal went through. I now own this building. Yeah. <laughs> um, I can hear everything. But, uh, no, but um, so I I went to Houston, and I was the first. I remember the first shot of the first day of work was a scene where we're uh, we're well, not the first shot, but the first shot of the two of us is a, in, during a training montage where I'm training and Bill Murray is following me. I'm supposed to get him in shape, and I remember Wes saying, um, "You let's you know you do some moves and then." Bill, you imitate him. And I kept thinking, that is not right. Like, uh, this is, there's no way I should lead this moment. Like, he, he, you know, and it was a frightening feeling. And this idea of Bill, and I think that fear, like, there was a, that, that was there the whole time. Like, uh, holy sh, you know, this never is, went away. But, um, but he was so, like, he really let me, feel good like he helped me oh, do you know nice. what I mean like I think that he took me under his wing and he kept giving me advice or hey you know you do the thing you, you know when there's a, when the camera's kind of like that you know you want to make sure you kind of do your things higher because the can't you know he was giving oh, wow. me great advice and tips and also just um beautiful like 
incredible phrases that I'll never forget, that, and, and some that I don't even fully quite understand yet, but that I think will be revealed to me at some point, and therefore have never left me. Like, I think, of, like, what did he mean by like that? Like what? Yeah. Um, the guest whisper guys to you, like, at the end of Lost in Translation, and you're like, what did he say? Yeah, I wish I knew what he I, said. I hear that. Someone turn off that song. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, well, like, well, no, or just, like, this one I understand, but it was just amazing when we went, uh, and um, the first night we met, we ate, had a great dinner, and then we went to the hotel bar, I was 17, but... Sure, you know, with Bill Murray, with no Bill one Murray, cares. No one's gonna Every's say. Tw- everyone's 21 with Bill that's Murray. Dr. <laughs> P- that's Dr. Peter Bankman right there. You know? yeah. But he ordered this thing called the Fernet, Fernet, Branca, oh, yeah. Fernet Branca, which is a digestif, mm-hmm. which you drink. It's like bitters. I, yeah, I don't you drink it, it like after a meal, a right. heavy meal. It helps you with your meal, I guess. Yeah. Anyway, I'd never seen such a thing or heard of such a thing. And uh, he said, uh, Fernet Branca. He said to the bartender, three Fernet Brancas. And he looked at me and said, helps to digest it from the top. <laughs> and uh, I just thought, yes. And then for like, I think f- I would order. I would always get a Fernet Branca for a long time because yeah. it made me feel like Bill Murray, like Bill. Yeah. yeah, you know what I mean. Like I think that's the thing. Like you. So anyway, Sales I don't know what else to say. Other than, spike uh, now. I'll tell you also one of the greatest things in my life was during the press. We did a press for Fantastic Mr. Fox together. Oh, that was such and, a wonderful um, movie. We did it at Raul Dahl's house. Oh wow! <laughs> and um, that was a incredible. Then we got to see his. Raldo's writing room where he wrote, no. which was incredible and insane. You know, too. he wrote You Only Live Twice, the James Bond movie. He wrote the screenplay Is for that. that. Right? Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Wow. Shit. Was now there, you know. you know, Ian Fleming wrote Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. <laughs> Isn't oh. that weird? Is yeah. that really it's weird? It's like transposed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what right, his they, room, they, had a, they had a talk. They're like, let's switch it up for this year. Let's do it. Did, yeah. his room, did his room have like that half the Wonka head? No. Well, <laughs> 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 it was like, uh, no, um, <laughs> it was a, it's a, like a little, it's a little, I don't know what to call it, a shed or a, uh, I mean, a shed implies to me some, for some reason, a wooden, wooden walls, but it was, it's a room, very small room off the house, uh, quite a ways from the house, you walk to it, and um, it's been left intact since his passing, wow. so it's, it's, it's totally as he left it, and I think it might even be like the kind of thing where they show it to, to people, maybe it's yeah, uh, available to certain, it's, and um, anyway, it's a, there was a long, there was a chair with a, I'm not sure if it was an ottoman or if it was something that came up from the chair to rest his feet on, mm-hmm. but um, it was a very well-worn chair with a um, hole cut out in the lower back of the chair, kind of dug out, dug out because he had a um, bad back or some kind of a thing on his back that he would put the, he, that he could kind of rest Oh, wow. It into. And he had a ball. Uh, he had a little table next to it, and there was a ball. And it looked like a, like a, either a miniature cannonball or a gigantic BB. Mm. But in fact, it was Kit Kat wrappers wrapped and wrapped tighter and tighter. He would eat Kit Kat, I guess, or candy bar wrappers. Wow. I think it was Kit Kat. And then there was a um, sleeping bag that he would bring put o- bring over his feet if he got co- uh, bring over his body when he would get cold. Oh wow. Cuz there was no heat in the ro- there was no heater in the room, but then above that he had like a metal like a sh- like a rod or a string, a thick wire or a thin rod. Um, <laughs> almost like a with a coat with a heater, like a um, space heater type thing and he would and it but it could but it was attached to a hanger that it could go from 
you know, could uh, could uh, he could slide it over the part of his body that was the coldest. Oh wow! Oh, that's cool. Yeah, and he wrote just right there and by hand. Wow. Uh, isn't that incredible? That's insane. Wow. And Fantastic so cool. Mr. Fox is such a it's great a good movie. movie. It's a great yeah. movie. Anyway, Bill Murray, when we did the press, that we drove home from that event, and we were in this car together. It was an hour ride back to where we were, and I, I don't know why, but the the subject of comedy came up, and I've never asked him like. You know, like a magician, how do you do it, sort of. But we did get into a territory where I felt like I was getting oh, wow. some incredible stuff. And anyway, then he got tired and he fell asleep. And not to sound like some kind of a creep or something, but he slept. And I was just sort of thinking, how many times like, am I going to just have this guy sleep next to me? And I, just, mm. I remember just like staring at him. <laughs> and like just kind of like looking at his hands and his nose and his mouth and his eyes. Just going, this is like... One of wow. the greatest people that ever yeah. walked the earth. I mean, and then he starts sleep talking, saying, "Take a picture; it'll last longer." <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Get a room. What uh, <laughs> with yourself? What, uh, did, what? 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 Did he tell you anything that you were able to, you know, use or anything? Uh, well, one thing that I and he said this before. I've I've later learned. In fact, I realize it's just his shtick. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, is uh, he was talking about? Um, he was talking about. Um, that he felt that he learned at Second City um, the idea of help, the whole thing is about trying to make everybody have their moment mm-hmm. and to you know not be selfish yeah. and to make other people help other everyone else be funny. It's all about like giving yeah. to other people, to helping them funny, and uh, that he could, you know he could t- he can tell when he's around like Second City people because they have an innate thing of giving a thing and then the other thing was talking about being relaxed and um that being too tight uh and being unafraid to be um unfunny uh, to be to be afraid being afraid to fear being unfunny is a bad place to start because then you're like you're just you're not not like so it's sort of like you have to feel like you're safe with these people around you that they'll catch you if you if you fail Someone else will get yeah. you. Yeah. And that way, you just go out and you try things and just try to be just be relaxed. It was all about being loose. Yeah, that's And great. I thought it was really a great, uh, great thing to hear. You can, it, you know, the, the being unfunny, the, like the, the risk of being unfunny thing is totally, you know, an, an audience, even if no one saves you, I, mean, I guess maybe it's different in movies, but at least if you're with a group of people, if you're performing right. live right, or whatever, right, you right. can... You can fuck up, and if as long as you don't linger on it, no one's really going to care too much. Right. But if yeah. you're like, oh, no. Yeah. Oh, the trick. Yeah. <laughs> We're thinking. You know, that yeah, everyone's, yeah, they yeah. just absorb that energy. I guess yeah. it's different with film. What have you learned? Well, what no, you- I think it's true. Like, when you're saying, like, I mean, you, I've never done stand-up like you guys, but, like, uh, but I've seen, you know, a lot of stand-up, and I do feel like it's true. I mean, I feel like those are, like, a, that's a live performance. I mean, I've gone to see bands. They mess up, and I don't think really anything of it. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because that's just one night. That's just one night, one moment where something didn't go right. But you know what I mean? It's not. Yeah. I don't you feel like? I mean, I I never think it's bad. I think if a band is terribly sloppy, and that's a whole different thing. But I think an error or a fucked up song, right. or they sing something, that's not really a big deal. Yeah. So what did you learn from the? I mean, from going from, I'm a drummer. I'm not. I don't really see myself being an actor. Wow. Now I'm in a movie, and a movie that did really well and all the and people yeah. are talking about and mm. and then you start working a lot and 
what what did you learn from from that experience? Like, did did you decide like, hey, I guess I'll just keep doing this acting thing? Because you seem like the kind of guy that just. You work on with if I see you in a movie, I go. He's working on that because he wanted to work on that, not because like some agent was. Like, you should really take like you seem to work on stuff that really has some meaning to you. Uh, it does. Well, yes, uh, it does. And um, well, yeah. I mean, but what have I? I mean, what have I learned? I don't know. I feel like you've had so many incredible people out here <laughs> that you know. It's not. I'm not the guy who talk about what he learned. Or didn't learn. <laughs> <laughs> what haven't you learned, Jason? Sometimes you got to look at the negative spaces. Wow. Yeah. Sometimes wow, you just got to look. What's What's not in the painting is is the question that you yeah. have to ask yourself. I say what I don't know. Well, what do you <laughs> ultimately? What what's is the nice avenue? You, see you later. What is it that you want to do? Like besides uh, besides acting and besides music, is there other stuff, or do you just like generally creative endeavors, or is there stuff you haven't done yet? What do you What well, are you going to do? Like, um, um, Yes. I mean, I think that it's always, and, I, and I'm, and i you know, one thing I'll say is, like, you, what you do in here, that's something that I love and would love to do in some way. I mean, um, I love talking to people, and I love to know about people's lives, and um, so I think that this would be a nice thing to be able to do. Like, um, I look at, uh, I mean, uh, television is a whole different example, but at the the spirit of what like someone like Dick Cavett did yeah. Yeah. is like pretty incredible, and uh, I I wish in some way like that's something that I would love to do. But you know, I've been asked a couple times. You know how magazines will have an actor interview another yeah. actor yeah. or musician. Uh, I've always uh, I I've been asked a couple times. Sometimes I've done it, but I've only really done it with people that I sort of know. Mm. Um, and I'm saying this is why I couldn't ever really maybe do what you do is because the times I have been asked to do it to someone I don't know, I'm like, no, I, I'm out of town. I'm in <laughs> Because uh, I'm, it's very, I think it's, I mean, do you feel, talking about being afraid to be unfunny, do you feel afraid to be, to ask a dumb question? Have you had someone lose it on you or be a, a jerk? Because I yeah. read, I mean, I think um, the 80s, I was a kid, but a fan. The 90s, was a time of major absorption for me, especially magazines mm -hmm. and article, you know, magazine articles. Yeah. Lots of interviews. Yeah. I feel like I learned so much from interviews, and um, but I, I distinctly remember so many interviews where the person, and who knows, it's an interview and it could be changed, but is not nice or. Yeah. Have you yeah. had someone? Have you ever had that? Actually, happen? no. We've never. Not in. We've had good luck. Right. Yeah. No, I don't know if it's luck though. In three hundred and twenty-five right. episodes, Chris like, has an amazing skill to draw the best. Out no, of no, no, no. I don't. I don't <laughs> think, Maybe it's the people. That I don't you're think it's that. I think it's. I think it's just. Um, I think our show is kind of a safe zone, and I, and I, I do. I do think that some people have come in defensive, in, mm -hmm. but not in a, an aggressive way, but in a. I've done a lot of morning radio. And, uh, I, you know, like they get a little if they don't know what it is that we do, there's a little bit of like right. protection. There's a protection barrier. Uh -huh. But then uh -huh. when they see like, you know, we're just getting nice guys and we just want we're not. You we're feel not, that you do you feel it happen. You feel like they. Yeah, feel there's been away. stuff that starts off pretty stiff. And then, uh, you know, midway through, they yeah. loosen up. And by the end, they're just laughing a bunch. And, and then, they're, yeah. and then yeah. afterwards, yeah. they'll go, oh, I had no idea. Like there's like this sort of relief. I had no idea this is what this was. And yeah. I thought this was like because, you know, I think particularly with like radio or maybe even. Maybe even those interviews you talked about, you know, who knows what frame of mind the interviewer was sure. in right, and right, sort of right. put oh, them yeah. off. The and, angle or whatever. Yeah, yeah. but then yeah. from the interviewer standpoint, like, well, they were in a bad mood. It's like, well, maybe you were, yeah. were weird yeah. or, you know. Yeah. And so I think one of the things that I think we do on the show is I, I just kind of follow people's energy. 
Yeah. And I don't I don't necessarily try to impose like some shows are more serious. Sure. Some shows are just fuck around shows. Some shows right. we talk about someone's well, work. Well, that's that other that's that Bill I mean that's the whole thing that we're we're sort of all, I mean I I not to be cheesy, but I feel like we're circling the same thing which is like listening to people, what, you know, being funny, what is being funny yeah. and what yeah. is it to be a good person and you know, what is it to be like those types of guys? What is it about them and you know, it's all in the same kind of in a in a weird way, the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but ha- but you've never had some, yeah, I guess. No, we've never had a we've and and there were there were people that I was definitely nervous about. Like who was that? Willem Dafoe, I was very nervous yeah, about because I didn't yeah, know I him. Could, I yeah. Could, yeah, we were going to his hotel room. Wow. Yeah, we're just sitting like in the little living room right. area of his hotel, and it's just like. <laughs> and, I skipped that one. And especially some of those skip that one. <laughs> some of those guys like that who have been interviewed. A million times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think they have the. Uh, they can come in a little pre-programmed, like, and so sometimes you worry that they're just not going to. This isn't really an interview; it's a conversation. But if they come exactly. in thinking it's going to be an interrogation, they'll just they yeah. can give like two word answers, and then they look at you. But I don't know. Once mm. we started, you know, once we started talking to him, and he was he was yeah. great. He yeah. was totally he was fine. He was yeah. great. So no. I, but in general, I think you get nervous about the big ones. Like, I hope Tom Hanks is really cool, and he was, yeah. or like, you know. So, mm. but we've been really, yeah, yeah. I think, that way. yeah, I think maybe, yeah, I don't, yeah. I think the key is that we have so much time. I was just gonna yeah. say, yeah. I was just gonna say that I think that like the, what I love about the Dick Cavett show, well, and I, I, again, I'm not, I didn't see, I've never seen all, you know, all I've seen all of them, but my feeling is that. They're not all those people. Those people aren't promoting things usually, too. I feel like I feel like now typically a long form any interview is promoting something. And Dick Cavett, I felt like a lot of those people were coming on. A lot of them hadn't worked in a long time. Sure. But like, you know, or maybe they had, but they're they were in a different generation at that point. I mean, there's a great one where um, it's Frank Capra. And he's older, and it's and then it's a young Mel Brooks, yeah. a young yeah. Peter Bogdanovich, and a young Robert Altman, and it's the three of them. You can get it's on the DVD set, and um, it's fascinating to see this the new young yes. guys and Frank Capra, and they're really taking. And yeah, you know really what was good. amazing too, listening to Frank Capra talk was because I've always wondered, you know, you watch old old time movies and people do talk like Jim, yes, yeah. what yeah, yeah. <laughs> a bellboy, <laughs> mm-hmm. send him up. Yeah. Well, I'll be in the bubble bath. But, <laughs> but when he was, but when he was talking, he did say things that were very old-fashioned. He goes, "Say, I'll tell you something." He said something like, uh, the, "The picture we ran the picture in Santa Barbara." Like, so it was I Santa Barbara. Right? So, I says, says, uh, yeah, so you should watch it. But it's um, um, very fascinating. And I saw. So I, I but he had time with everyone. The Betty yeah. Davis yeah. interview oh, is. That's, Fucking incredible! It's a good Lucille Ball interview. She's such a Betty Davis is such a lovable kook. Like she's so well, darling. And it's just a lot of those stories. And and Cavett had, um, you know, he's the thing that he's amazing at. I mean, when I'm talking to people, I I will often relate personal things about myself, which some people read as like. You're trying to make the interview about yourself. And I go, no. no, no, it's it's just like a phone conversation. Someone says something, exactly. then you relate a story to relate to them. They relate another story. But exactly. Cavett had mm-hmm. an ability to, he didn't really talk about himself that much. He just yeah. keeps the, he has the amazing ability to just seed them enough Yes. That then they just start talking and yes. he just keeps the ball in yeah, the air. Yeah, he had like the multiple guests and then they would yeah. interact also, with each other, I which wonder, was awesome. Yeah. I think that it's also the part of it, like with this show particularly, I think that 
the guests that we have on will always find something about one of us to relate to. Like yeah. one of the three of oh, us will have true. a thing right, 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 right. where they're like, oh, yeah, and then that opens them up. Yeah. yeah. You know, like if it's like Michael Rooker and I'm talking about CB radio and then he's like on board the CB radio yeah. thing. Well, the simple truth is that the simple truth is that the simple truth is that that everyone is a person and everyone likes right. things. Mm. And if you talk about stuff that those people like, they're going to yeah. have stuff to say rather yeah. than the. So how when you how, yeah. how was tell us about the location you right, shot at? Right, right, right. Uh, well, we were saying, you know they don't really care no, as much true. about that stuff. Yeah, and uh, did you? There's a really crazy Dick Cavett one with David Bowie. That's a, that's a great one. I mean, I love I've David Bowie. I love him watching on the thing. And, but that's a that's a really he's very um, he love I I feel like he loves Dick Cavett, but I feel like he's in a different, a nervous maybe in a different zone. Yeah. Um, but the but Dick Cavett was also he was on an episode of Bored to Death. We did a fake. There was a thing called the new Dick Cavett show. <laughs> he gets his show back, and um, I was on it as a guest. And they built like a, they built wow. like a replica of his oh, set. Wow. And uh, he came on the thing, and he um, he interviewed me, and. Um, he asked me questions, my character questions, and a lot of it was scripted. But before we would roll, like just before, he would ask a question before or after, and you can see, you could see immediately, I could feel immediately, I see the whole thing. Because he's listening, he's listening to what you're saying, and he catches on to something that is a weird, like not even something you would think is telling, is telling about something. Like, and he'll stop you and say, well, what do you mean when that? And that's like the thing that yeah. takes you wow. on another. It's like, oh, like a therapist. In a way, yeah, yeah. like a therapist. Yeah, like he'll, it's like he hooks on to something that is meaningful to you that you do know about, but that is very, like you never would have. And that's how he like prolongs conversations because he knows what to ask. Wow. Like that you didn't expect to be asked. Like, and I get that. And you're, you're probably, those are probably answers that you're not, protected it like you you just yeah. it's sort of like a yeah. weird back door oh i guess i'll start yeah. talking about yeah. this thing i think so i mean yeah the greatest one to me though of all of them is um he has paul simon on and um uh not paul simonon from the, the class <laughs> <laughs> is that his name paul simonon uh Sim cinnamon no, is that's it not Paul, it. Though? It's Paul. Yeah. yeah, he does uh, real estate now or something like that. Really? Yeah, he's like a real not the band real estate. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> um, but um, <laughs> but uh, he's uh, but Paul Simon was on, and again, this is in the Rock Legends collection. You can now get it here. Um, but um, and um, available from Rhino Paul Records. Simon comes on. He's talking about how he's been studying music, musical theory, and he gets into the like the craft of songwriting, and then he and then he's talking about music theory and options of chords he can go to based on music theory. And Dick Cavett's like, well, what do you mean? I don't really understand. He's like, well, let me just show you. Here. He's like, I'll, I'll give you an example. And I, I feel like it's totally impromptu. And he says, um, and I think it was, and he says, here's a new song I'm just working on. And he sings Still Crazy After All These Years oh, up until the bridge. And he's like, and then I'm stuck. <laughs> and he talks about, like, he's like, I don't know where to go. I could go to this chord. I could go to this, and he starts to like break down his options. Wow, wow. And um, 
super cool. Well, yeah. that's I think you know I think we've said that's before funny. on the show that Dick Cavett I think is sort of the godfather of the spirit of a podcast, which is yeah right. And and it was you know he had the luxury of being on at a time where attention spans weren't so short. Yeah, that they, it wasn't like sit four minutes. We got to get to another fucking right. segment. Right. You know, right. and having an author on was an interesting thing. Yeah, because well, like yeah. why did when I I think the first time I met you was at the Craig Ferguson yeah, show, was, yeah. and Craig's amazing, but you still only have. Five, you know, yeah. four four or five minutes to yeah. talk between you know for for yeah. each segment. He is amazing, though. How you do feel that you can talk, and it it does feel like the closest thing on television, at least that I've done, because it's taped, and I've gone on, it and they can edit sometimes some things. They don't yeah. typically like to do that, but yeah. I do feel like he's very similar to that. Like, well, with he the no idea what you're gonna say when you go out because he totally rebelled against the talk show format yeah. and was like why can't we just talk why can't I just talk to people yeah. which is great I mean I, I think it's you yeah. know it's it, it it draws it just draws people out in a certain way yeah. and you get a lot of stuff that you wouldn't normally and, get and you know what else too like from spending these couple days with Dick Cavett on the set was uh, all of the he told stories I mean by the end he's like do you have a minute I'm like no Dick I don't have to start another <laughs> fucking Groucho Marx <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Oh, <laughs> um, uh, here we go. I get it. Okay, I get it. Robert Mitchum, what? <laughs> I gotta run. Come on. Uh, I gotta get. No, I'm. Just, grandpa. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, no, I'm just kidding. Um, was um, he 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 tells you so many stories. I notice he tells a ton of stories about the people that run a show. None of them are about him, about those people being on the show. They're all about their person. They were, he was, fr- he became friends with all of those people. Yeah. Woody Allen is like a really great friend of his. Groucho Marx was a real friend of his. And wow. all of his stories like, oh, one night Groucho and I were getting Chinese food. And, oh, Jesus. Uh, you know, that, that <laughs> the kind end. Of stuff. That's enough. Yeah, yeah. yeah, the end. Yeah. That's why I like about those things, uh, those two specials he did with Mel Brooks, where it's yeah. just like, you know, long conversations. Yeah. And it's just like two friends that yeah. have a ton of friends in common. And then yeah. they just talk about all I that mean, stuff. And he told me, he said, I said, why aren't all of those things on DVD? And he said... He said that's like not even scratching the surface of how many hours. I mean, he said there's like 18,000. I mean, I don't know how many possible hours there are, but we have to capture Dick Cavett and put him in an interrogation chamber as if he were uh, a spy or an alien and just be like, talk. Give him a truth serum. (laughs) (laughs) What if the truth serum is like, "Uh, none of that happened? Yeah. I've made all of it up. But they're fun stories. <laughs> but he's just, he's the god. And I remember John Hodgman, someone else you've had on the show. I mean, the two of us were like, we were, we were following Dick Cavett around like he was a, like a puppy. Like yeah. We were puppies. Yeah. And well, he was a puppy. He was too. a bigger puppy. Yeah, yeah he was yeah. a big puppy. And we were little ones. <laughs> yeah, Nick and, Offer uh, Pup. Yeah, Nick Offer <laughs> Pup. And um, we were just like, hey, can you tell us more? Can you tell? I mean, there's just, he's uh, again in that rarefied group of, Awesome people, but bored to death is. So, I mean, like you have. And seen. I love them in Beetlejuice. Oh, yep. so <laughs> great, yeah. Delia. When you have something yeah. interesting to show me, yeah. <laughs> a ripe banana. <laughs> <laughs> I've never been able to eat a shrimp mm. cocktail. 
Because yeah, you think yeah. the hand is gonna come out and pull your face. Yeah. Down. Well, what am I talking? I mean, like, a, I don't. I've never really. Li- I don't eat from cocktail. But second of all, I've never been able. I've never been able to. Eat. That implies like ever since I saw that, I haven't been able to eat one. Like I was eating a lot of shrimp cocktail <laughs> yeah, at four. Four, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mom, Mom, Mama, I have more shrimp cocktail. Yeah. <laughs> That's another call and response thing that D and I have, which is, is just like if any of us go, okay, the next one just goes, I believe you. Yeah. I haven't watched Beetlejuice in a long time. I believe. I wonder if it. I wonder if it holds up or if it feels. I think it holds up. I, I bet it's, so it's so it's so cartoony and so yeah. like art direction is insane. Like it's just yeah. great. It's so much fun. It's so great and Michael Keaton is awesome. God, Michael Keaton's yeah. amazing. He's so, so awesome. I mean, in so many movies, Johnny Dangerously. Yep. I love that yeah. movie. Yep. yep, it's a great movie. Black Salaberry Gland, nine hundred dollars. Oh, show me good to see, yeah. see your spit again. Yeah. Like yeah. it's just yeah. fucking. And that's a good Weird Al song, original song that oh, was in that one. Oh, this is the live. This is the live. It's like walk out, walk out, you know, kind of old twenty song. Man, talk about another profound influence on my life. Yeah, same here. Have you met Have yeah. you met Al? I did. He's so great. I did. I just met him quickly at a restaurant, but another guy yeah. that you 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 know he could be like, leave me alone, and you're just like, hi, I'm nice to meet you. Hey, man. How yeah, are yeah, you? yeah, 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 yeah. Such a lovely guy. And, and I love UHF, the movie UHF. I think it's great. I think that's like the closest SCTV has ever yeah. been to being yeah. like a movie. Yeah. Um, Just call me so Mr. Butterfingers. Butterfingers. <laughs> hey, Mr. Yeah. Yeah. One dollar. I love that. Uh, but I have to go back to my home planet now. Um, <laughs> spatula. spatula City. Spatula City. Spatula City. Spatula And that's all. <laughs> What's behind door number? <laughs> you stupid. You took the box. Do you want the box? Yeah. Oh, a red yeah. snapper. Yeah. Yeah. Very tasty. Uh, Stanley yeah. Spadowski's. Uh, yeah, uh, you found yeah, the, you found the marble. Was it, you found the marble in the oatmeal. <laughs> oh <laughs> like, yeah, oh, dumbest like time to drink from the firehouse. Uh, uh, that's amazing. And when he goes to the station for the first time, it genuinely creeps me out. That station. Yeah, and when he first takes yeah. it over. The scientist is in there. Yeah. <laughs> the, uh, the Mr. Ed theme yeah, song yeah, starts yeah. to play. It's so lonely. Oh, hello. Yeah, it's so just. Oh, God. No, it's uh, there, you know I think also I had uh, like. I think in the I don't know like just the amount of television bad or not bad I'm sorry movies that were on that I saw repeated like the movies I can quote the most yeah. are movies I probably haven't seen in years but <laughs> like um and are movies that are dear to me like um you know like that movie Super Fuzz Oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Or, uh, is Super Super Fuzz is the movie where he gets the telekinetic yeah, powers yes. but then when he sees the color red yeah. it he goes yeah it, yeah. it somehow he yeah goes, I've not seen Super Fuzz yeah. in ages but Peanut I remember Peanut Butter Solution Peanut Butter Solution is a uh, creepy ass fucking movie Garbage Pail Kids is the movie That's another <laughs> creepy movie Um yeah Super Fuzz good double feature with Zapped Oh my oh, God! Zap! Oh, it's with uh, Scott, uh, Scott Bale and Willie Ames, uh, where what is he. That? It's essentially. Do you remember the episode of uh, Extras where Patrick Stewart's explaining like I've how he has? Seen I have. I'm not good with that. Well, he has like he has this scene where he's like telling like he has this idea for a, a, a show where it's like he has telekinetic powers, and every example he gives is that he like lifts up the shirts of women, <laughs> and he's all uh, before they can cover up. Uh, but it's too late. I've seen everything. <laughs> like, and essentially, that's like, as a kid, like, the movie Zapped is just like, uh, like, that happens a bunch in that well, movie Z- where, like, shirts go up and you're like, tits! That's well, amazing. Yeah. There's a lot of boobs in there. Uh, yeah. The concept of Zapped was hilarious because they basically, you have Scott Bayo, who's like, especially at the time, yeah. coming off Chachi, sure. is like the most teen beat kind yeah. of dreamy yeah. and they have him playing a nerd where it's basically just him <laughs> in a lab coat and he's a high school botanist oh. and then there's this lab at, and Willie Ames is the friend who's trying to oh get him to yeah. that old profession high school botanist yes. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you know the botany lab that every yeah. high school has 
guys. Just a su- it's just so sad, you know, how substance is getting cut yeah, from yeah, the high school now with the Constitution and uh, high school botanist. We need to get telekinesis back in the school. Maybe maybe we add the whole telekinesis. Uh, flavor to skate dogs. Oh, oh. Like that's the thing. Idea. This dog could could never actually skate. It was the owner that had telekinesis making yeah. it so the skateboard went around. Yeah, and that's the. But then he sees red, and he can't go at the big skate dog competition. Exactly. But it turns out it's been a part of the dog the whole time. Whoa. He can do it. He doesn't need him anymore. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't a magic skateboard. And the and the theme and song Brian is when I saw red, <laughs> and I opened up the door. Yeah. I saw red. Covered by Smash Mouth. Uh, <laughs> Nice. So red, yeah. So guys, what are you gonna buy with your five million dollars oh, we each God. got from this movie? All the copies of the movie. <laughs> at yeah. this point, at this point, I know you're gonna want to call Wes and say, yeah. "Listen, I was I've going to, it. I was gonna tell you <laughs> this was just gonna be a side story for yeah. a character, but I think this is the movie now." I was gonna do this as a television show, but if you want to do it as a movie, <laughs> I'd be willing to talk to you about it. I was thinking miniseries on CMT. This yeah. is me. Yeah, yeah, it ends. It has an ending. It, not, it doesn't just go on for years. Yeah. It's a miniseries. We have a beginning. Yeah, we know. Remember where we're the going. boy who could fly? Remember that movie? Yes. Yeah. Oh, that guy. What was that actor's name? I don't he know. was in a handful but of. He was beautiful. That was a TV movie. No, no, it was no. a movie. Oh. movie. Yeah, but I saw it on TV. Yes, <laughs> going up on the roof and flapping. Yeah, it's like, what are you up there doing? Don't go. Don't don't. And oh. wasn't his little brother? The Dirt Bike Kid was also like in. Oh that movie. yeah, the Dirt <laughs> Bike. <laughs> Remember, you know, one movie that really I. Had a big was uh, Explorers. Explorers. Oh, Explorers. Yeah. That was Not, the it's best. On, it's on Netflix Instant right now, and I've been fucking popping really? it on. Yeah. What What was the de- who made that movie? Joe Joe Dante. Oh really? Yeah, the same guy that made Matt Gremlins. May, Gremlins. Yeah. Um, you know, other movies probably. No. Did, he, did Did Joe do Rocketeer? <laughs> no. That was Was that Chris Columbus? That was probably neither. So. It wasn't him. But Explorers it seems like a movie that is. That okay. An example of how a movie can have like a weird effect on you for the rest of your life. I don't want to discredit the actual food itself, but I know that the reason I have an obsession with baklava is because of that movie. Oh, really? <laughs> because Wolfgang, River Phoenix's character, his Wolfgang's mom makes um, baklava the whole movie. She's always feeding yeah. it to them when they oh, come yeah. over. She's like, would you guys like some baklava? That's right. And um, I'm obsessed with it. I, I, yeah. Then I'm going to pitch something to you, Jason. Yeah. I, I, want, I, I will produce... <laughs> Let's let's remake. remake scenes from Explorers with us. I will do it. <laughs> I will do it. You bring you bring the bubble gum. You bring the junkyard and the white dog, and I will bring and I will bring the Thunder Rose. But except, bring except, a junkyard. except Why do I get that? in the final <laughs> scene, in the final scene, we'll go to some like crazy alien, like. A fucked up. It was crazy. Those fucking aliens are crazy. But yeah. they're also. It's all like, oh, I'm yeah, a big kid. You know, but we'll go to like a serious like, oh, like HR Giger kind of. You yeah. know, like that kind of fucked up. And alien the last we're gonna remake it, yeah. and then but we're gonna do it like it's like when people say at the time we didn't have the technology to make it the way we yeah. wanted. <laughs> now we do. <laughs> now this was supposed to be a dark uh, space thriller. Job of the Hut was always in it. There's always yeah. the entire time. This is off to the inside. <laughs> was that what he said? What, what, was there? What yeah, no. In Star Wars, they had a scene where an actor, a guy, played a job of the hut. Oh, he was just this big and guy in a special a edition. And that's why they overdid the. Yeah. And then they had the scene where because where he walks behind Han the dude. walks behind right. the actor, and then they had to make Han. Step on Jabba's tail, yeah. and it looked like fucking Poochie <laughs> from The Simpsons, where it's like cut out, like. Yeah. Kink, kink, kink. Well, the original, like if you, um, 
in in the in the at Skywalker Ranch they have these archives and so you you go wow. into this facility and you see all of the concept everything and the there's a concept figurine of the original Jabba who looked sort of like a Fu Manchu character with like oh, multiple wow. arms and he's just like kind of a big guy oh, he's not wow. like that gastropod yeah. Yeah. right um, but so like Dom DeLuise couldn't do it he couldn't so, do yeah, it yeah, no, he's, uh, uh, he's busy what about um on smoking the bandit three was uh <laughs> do you are there any like weird trivia facts that you know about movies? Like, was there really a shoe in the background of that movie floating in space or something? Oh, I don't know. Oh, I don't know that. I don't know. I don't know. What's the one? What is the thing with um, three men and a baby? Ted Danson. No, you work with him. You can ask him. What I is it? It's the, it's the cut first out. thing I asked. It's the cutout. It's the cutout. It's the cutout. Well, he goes. He said the greatest thing ever. I was like, uh, I was like, could I just ask you? Like, <laughs> there's a rumor that really. Fuck, set me up, and he's like the, the ghost. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. Is it true? Like a kid fell out of that window, and he's like, you know, he's like, I, it's not possible. It's not, it just didn't happen. And I go, but people say like it did happen. He's like, I just don't think it's possible that a ghost fell out of that window and died, considering it was on a soundstage. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I was like, oh okay, there was no ghost. Uh, what's, the, what's the Wizard of Oz one? So, like okay. someone, oh, uh, the, crew the crew guy. guy. Got, like, got, like, is that what it is? Fired or something like that, and then he hung himself in the. On the set, and they didn't yeah. catch it right yeah. away. Is that true? I uh, other I, reports I heard was like some kind of because there was like wild animals in the background. It was yeah. like an ostrich standing up or something. No, oh, we I don't know. Now I now we have to. I'm sure it's. I'm sure it's somewhere have on. Have you ever on done YouTube. the Pink Floyd? Yes. thing? Yes. It works. It works, and then when you have to start the CD over, it just doesn't work anymore. You have to stop the movie though too. Yeah, but yeah. it's like. You still like this? Right. You go. Oh, I, I did it wrong. You're stretching. Yeah. I did it wrong because I played Dark Side of the Moon to the Whiz, and it just it just, uh, it yeah, just yeah. didn't work. Too much going on. Farewell the Return to Us. That's a fucking another great movie. Scary movie. That TikTok. Is, yeah, that is yeah. The Wheelers. Creepy. Those guys. Those. Those are. You want to talk about frightening? Uh, yeah. I put them up there with. Now, I mean, this is another topic. Is like my daughter. I have a two-year-old, and well, she's two point two, and um, I think about. She upgraded. She upgraded. I got the new one. It took forever. Took forever to download. Just start it. Um, but um, I had to close everything. Um, <laughs> the uh, like, what? Think about impact and scariness on children, and you know what I mean. Like, yeah. yeah. And because uh, I remember, I was young. Never ending story. Uh, was very frightening. Mm -hmm. First and foremost, the wolf in the never ending yeah, story. The creature, the but the nothing. Yeah. That is a that is beyond frightening. To a horrifying child is a child that you, can, you can't wrap yeah. your mind around it. Yeah, I, I don't even think they could. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like what's called that was so scary. I mean, what the fuck? They it was like, look like they big strong yeah. hands. I wish I could. Don't they? Falcon. Yeah. You know, as a kid, what is I, he yelling out of the window? When he screams, name. he screams the name. I, I never understood what the name was, but he gives her some sort of a name. Yeah, and I could never understand what it was. Yeah. Not a bad little lady a to be stuck on a rock with, though. At the I mean, end. seriously, right. if you're talking about it, I've been looking for her my whole life. And then, it, then it turns into some kind of space blue lagoon where they discover yeah, each other's yeah. bodies. That's another one we can redo. Yeah. Just on that rock. <laughs> no, I've you know, other thing is like I've worked with these people that have been in movies that meant a lot to me, but I don't know if they. Like well, I worked with Charlie Sheen on the in this movie Inside the Mind of A Glimpse Inside the Mind of Charles Swan the Third, or Charles Swan, or yeah, A G T S W. No, uh, <laughs> but um, and I, first thing I was like, I was like, look, I love the Wraith. Oh, the Wraith! Oh, I was like, I fucking love Randy Quaid yes. and Sherilyn Finn. Yes, yes, and uh, Clint Howard and Clint Howard. Clint Howard, and, the uh, Wraith. Oh my God, the movie, Wraith! I was in love with Sherilyn Finn, and it's the Wraith. I was obsessed with that movie. Yeah. And he's like, really, right? Like, you know, it's like, 
me a DVD. Um, what happened? I, I just I want to get another CD, so you I make have sure the that we do. Copy of the Wraith. I don't have the Wraith. Oh, I give wish, me the Wraith. I remember <laughs> seeing. Give me the Wraith. I remember seeing the Wraith in the theater. You never saw the Wraith. No, it's basically uh, like this this gang of people kill this kid, and then all of a sudden in a car race. In a car race, and then this mysterious future car yeah. appears. And systematically, like, oh, wow. takes them out in yeah, races. In races, <laughs> and and then it's and then Charlie Sheen is the guy. He is, yeah. And so it's come uh, on, was so good. It's fucking wow. fun. It, that that movie's fun. That but good. um, yeah, like all those movies, oh, I love them all. What yeah. can I say? But did it, but kids, like, what's frightening? Like, uh, what do you do? What, um, you know, you don't think something's scary, but maybe it's like an and everyone gets scared of different things. And yeah. I'm always thinking about that now with my daughter, like. Is she gonna see something, or especially, yeah. you know, I just crazy. and you have no idea. Yeah, are you? And I never even thought about. It sounds like such a dorky thing to say, but driving around, you know, you don't think about. I never thought about like the effect of billboards and stuff on children, or th- oh yeah, you do start to think about it all. I'm not against it, but I'm just saying you consider it in a way that yeah. it's like, ah, oh, it's so crazy. Like, what is? She, I wonder what she thinks of that. Hmm. Display for the new the Vikings documentary oh, on yeah. uh, History, History Channel. Channel. Thursdays at nine. <laughs> <laughs> Do you is there is there something that you wanted to promote or plug while you were here besides the besides the Well, the, I did the movie Charlie Sheen. Yes. Which was incredible. Bill Murray's in that one too. Nice. That was amazing. Watching those two guys talking. Eighties <laughs> a uh, great uh, work and um eighties and nineties work and now too, but I mean, as a kid, I was like, whoa, you know, these yeah. guys, big. Um, no, that's a great, it's a crazy movie. It's a great movie. Um, Roman Coppola, my, he, because Cousin. he made it for, we made it for like very little money. We shot it at his house. Oh, and he wow. used like almost all of his own stuff. Oh, wow. Like he got all the costumes off eBay. Like oh, we wow. just did it super nice. low. He's really good with, um, he's someone that you should talk to someday. He's That'd like a man of uh, a jack of all trades. Like, um, he has his own magic trick that you can buy, you know, in magic stores that he did. Really? He has invented, he, like, invented this thing called Photo Bubble, which is an inflatable, like, football field-sized white enclosed studio to shoot car commercials in. It's a reflectionless area that you, like, he's a... Oh, crazy. And he directs the end. But one of his passions is, uh, well, besides magic and illusion are, like, camera tricks and old timey camera tricks wow. and so all these tricks we had to do in the movie he you know we didn't have really a lot of money to do and it was a very it's a very expansive movie in terms of or just surreal movie and um he made all of these things possible with tricks that were from you know the 30s and 40s that's and rad 50s that's and, amazing yeah so it's a really fun movie it's really funny and um i think it's great and it's so sweet charlie sheen was before we started shooting, he was like, I was like, I told him I was really nervous. And he's like, I'm nervous. And I was like, how can you be nervous? You're, you know. <laughs> You're loaded up on drugs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, you, yeah, you shouldn't be nervous. <laughs> um, but I was thinking, how can someone be nervous who not only has worked a lot, but if you've been on a show for a long time, I feel like you're just a well, you're well oiled. Like you, I think a lot of fear like comes from inactivity. Yeah. But if you're like doing something regularly, but like a, but he, a new anything a new he was any like, new situation. He's like I haven't been in a movie. He said I haven't played a new character since my show. Oh shit! 
and and that was eight years ago or so. I mean, I was like, oh, I mean, you think about that. I mean, oh, it's yeah, true. Yeah. I hadn't He's thought. I, I, was like, I was like, why would you be nervous? You've been on sets. You've been working for it. But he's like, I haven't done anything. I haven't done a new person. But this is yeah. such an interesting, like, this movie in particular is, is, is the, the, because the, the concept of Charlie Sheen yeah. is so bizarre to me yeah. that he could be so publicly a certain super destructive way. Yeah. And in, but rather than just self-destructing. Yeah. <laughs> it, that there's this weird mystique where he could be in a movie like this. I know. And not and it's not like a it's not like a weird yeah. shitty remake of The Wraith. Like it's a it's a yeah, kind of a cool arty it. movie. It's a very he is a concept that he's an anomaly. Yeah. And he I, is an anomaly. He's a phenomenon, I guess. He's his own phenomenon. He's a, he's a machine. Oh, one big happy phenomenon. That was the America remake of Amelie, right? Yes. <laughs> phenomenon. Yes. Yes. Starring Charlie Phenetics. Sheen. And yes. John Travolta reprising his role from Phenomenon. God. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Wow. Mission! Wow. Where he has telekinesis. Yes. But uh, don't worry, it's just a brain red. tumor. It's okay. Yeah. yeah. Don't worry. It's okay, he dies at the end. Yeah, yeah so don't spoil it. darkness into it, and they have the, ph- the phenomenomicon. Mm. <laughs> 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 I will oh. swallow your soul in oh. a delightful way. God, I those ones. Those are great. Why is it? Why isn't Bruce Campbell working all every single moment? He works moment? pretty regularly. Does he? Okay, yeah. I want him to be the big. I want him to. Be, I want him to be the biggest. Yeah. Star in the he's world. on a TV show. Yeah, he's on Burn Notice. I Burn know Notice. that, but I want him to be Briscoe yeah. County Junior. I want him to yeah. be. Briscoe County Junior is great. Starring in every movie. I want him to be loved by millions every day. <laughs> I want him to be known by my mom's. Yeah. Extended family. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's Briscoe, great. Is Briscoe he's on Netflix? So I don't think so. I had a I sketch with so him once, people. and he was like the fucking nicest guy, and fucking really? just like, like has idea, like just throwing yeah. stuff out, and just like, but like so always so spot on. I love uh, Baba Hotep. Baba Hotep. Yeah. Oh great, my god! Great, great, great movie. See that guy's new movie, John Dies at the End. Huh? The guy who did uh, Bubba Hotep, he has a new movie uh, called John Dies no. at the End. It's uh, it's available on demand on pay per view. It's oh, fucking crazy. Oh, it's really? so crazy What's and it about? great. It's hard to explain. It's wow. like there's like this kind of new drug that comes into this uh, like scene and like uh, but it gives people powers and they kind of die and come back from it. And it's just like a like Shit. a crazy like, yeah, I have no way to explain the movie. Right. Yeah. But it's uh, Did you, I want to see the movie Holy Motors. Did you oh, I want because Cine Family was showing it yeah, and I wanted to go it? so bad because yeah. it looks nuts. Have you seen have you guys I haven't seen, seen it. The trailer looks fucking like well, watch the trailer. You won't know what to do with They're yourself. showing it. I mean, I don't know anything, but my friend went said there's this great. He said there's a great movie theater downtown that he went to that's showing the it. downtown independent possibly. That, yeah, that I think that's the only place it. that's playing the kind of any movies. I think movies. it's playing there if you want to go see it. Which yeah, is a I great run down there. Which yeah. is a great space, the downtown cool independent. Space. What, I have a downtown independent app, and I just watch all my movies on that. <laughs> 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 I don't need yeah. to go to places and see the other. You actually came um, with your daughter when you downloaded the update. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was it was bundled software. Yeah, one free one free viewing. And Norn antivirus. Yeah. Oh. Don't fall for that one. Hey, come on, guys. <laughs> Look uh, at that. She's bummed. She's like, that, did you see that? Did you yeah, notice that? She was like, that really was extended well. stare. Just like, do you know what she's yeah. upset about? What? She's. I'm not Nick Offerman, she was thinking. Oh. oh. I'm not Nick Offerman. She's, think, she's thinking, I'm not Nick Offerman? Yeah. Nick Offer Woman, which reminds me that I found. Offer Woman. And then I'll, and then I'll, 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 clo- I'll end with this because it's. Uh, I don't want to end ever. I don't want to no. end this either. Let's just keep going. Can you I don't... come on all the time? Fuck yes. Oh my God. You can come back anytime you want. And oh, I'll tell I you this. I'll do I'll come once a week. I'll tell you this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll tell you this, Jason. Cool. <laughs> I will. If can you're... I be one of the gang? I can interview other people. Yeah. yeah. That, well, do it? Here's, here's what you can do. It's like a piano from this angle. Okay, never mind. You're right here. 
Here, here's what that's you can do. <laughs> the piano guy. That thing no one can see. Everything's a piano. One time, it's, it's distracting him. You just got to get rid of when, it. When uh, with Zach Galifianakis on board to death, I was holding a guitar and I said, "Any request?" And he said, uh, "Piano Man" by Billy. <laughs> <laughs> Zach's another guy where it just like you just can't. I will again. He is one of the greatest human beings in the yeah. world. Yes, Good dude. Yes, and a guy that just. Uh, Ha- seems to have that kind of Bill Murray sort I of. I feel like I've dropped names on this show, and I'll think about it probably for a while. And I'll, not at all. Home, but I will say that I'm only saying this because I am, you. I am a fan. I am not. I am the listener. <laughs> I am you. Wow, he's I so am, relatable. I, mean, I am relatable. I no. I really. I mean, I just. I think. I think. I just love all this stuff so much that I love all these people, and uh, so. I, and I just feel, yeah. feel like it's fun to share stories about. Well, them. what well, you know, what what I can do is that uh, if there are guests coming up that we're going to go interview, and they're people that you either know or want to meet or like, you can just come. I'll and, just come in with you guys and hang out. With you, you can guys. totally can do I don't that. Be with any famous people. You, you can totally yeah. do that. I get a little starstruck. Oh yeah. You want to just hear something funny? Yes. Let's put Arrow up on the mic and see how it sounds. <laughs> <laughs> you want to see anything? <laughs> <laughs> hmm But then when did you get into... Oh, yeah. But what do... And your dad's... Uh, so how do you find, as a French bulldog, are there certain... Is there a stigma against your uh, respiratory issues? Hmm. Do you get typecast? Um, <laughs> is the is, is the is that play, noise? Is that a deviated septum? Is that they from said a lot I of couldn't cocaine? play Usain Bolt, <laughs> but I knew I could in the movie Bolt. Thank God for that. Well, Jason Schwartzman, thank you so much hey, for being thank here. You guys. Yeah, seriously, come back whenever you want. We're gonna hang out. All and right. and uh, should we roll right into the next one, like uh, yeah. Lord of the Rings style? Yeah. Should we just do all three? Should we yeah. do three, three podcasts right yeah. now and just put them all? Yeah, just, uh, just shoot them all. Let's do them all yeah. at the same time. Yeah. Do five hours here, and then we'll just disperse them. All. Superman, <laughs> Superman one and two. How will we ever pretend that to be talking about relatable things like uh, in the future? You're right. If it comes out in a year, it won't ever do. Fuck it. this new. Uh, I have this new computer. It's the, crazy, and the stuff it does that the other didn't. Oh god, yeah, I, know, god. I yeah. can't believe there's no more of the things, but they added the new one. Just yeah, like exactly. so and port. But you know? other yeah. things are. Uh, it seems and obvious. Why wouldn't they port. have that? But then, but then that doesn't communicate with that thing. I know. <sighs> That's like you're going off about that thing, but you still got the other program that works way better than the last one. There just needs to be a standard, some type of standard. It scratches too easy. If yeah. only I knew then what I know now. <laughs> yeah. Everything I, would be so great. I know. We've just made the perfect topical evergreen podcast. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it just repeats, and everyone's like, it's like, yeah, but they were talking about the thing that was better than the other yeah. thing. Because just, yeah. people will, will pull program project. in whatever they think yeah. it is that we're yeah, talking how about. How does Fred Armisen do that character where he is the political? Oh, I think that... Is okay, that improvised? We're all that friends. must be improvised, yeah. right? I think it's largely probably improvised. Oh, and yeah. it just, I love that fucking makes thing. makes me love him. Well, yeah. you have to see Andy Daly's bit. You have to listen to Andy Daly's oh. Nine oh, Sweaters. Um, Oh, uh, yeah, or the bit he did on the comedy Death Ray. The, it's the comedy Death Ray. Yeah. He's the comic who doesn't uh, ever say anything. He just oh comes out and he's like, hey, come on, guys. Oh yeah, I didn't yeah. sign up for so, that. Yeah. It's like, and then so these guys are over you, here. Have you, have you seen this? Funny. Have yeah. you seen this? And then oh, like, oh, my so, yeah, yeah, I went to one of those places. You know what I'm saying? That and I'm not so that funny. kind of And then guy. seven, like seven so minutes funny. in, he, he pulls out his list and he goes, what else is going yeah. on? That is so funny. It's yeah, so that's on the comedy death race. I didn't get that memo. Did you see the bad lip reading NFL thing? Yes, it's so funny. It's so funny. Did you see this? I haven't seen it yet, but I love it. We have to watch it when we turn off the, or we can just watch it and everyone can listen to us laugh. 
was going to make. Well, thank you guys. I appreciate it. It's a big, big honor for me. So good to see you. And we're going to we're going to make an explorers thing. Yeah, we will. Okay. Enjoy your burritos. Everybody. Is that the dog or is that Chris? I can't tell. I can't tell. I caught whatever the dog has. He's a master. Boring. Now leaving Nerdist.com. Enjoy your burrito. Behind every successful business is a story, and some of them might surprise you. Like how Chobani's first yogurt factory was discovered on a piece of junk mail, or how the founder of the multi-million dollar cosmetics brand Drunk Elephant was told by everyone, including her own mother, that the name sounded like a dive bar. I'm Guy Raz, and on my show How I Built This, I talk to founders behind the world's biggest companies and brands to learn the real stories of how they built them. In each episode, you'll hear entrepreneurs share moments of doubt and failure and talk about how they were able to overcome them on their way to the top. How I Built This is like a masterclass in innovation and creativity, a how-to guide for navigating life's challenges from the people who've done it all. Follow How I Built This on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to How I Built This early and ad-free right now on Wondery Plus.